Welcome to Beholding Out for a Hero. My name is John. May I take your order? In episode 20 with the main track on the side. Would you like any amusing hijinks with that? Extra hijinks? Can do. We're so excited that you've continued to listen to our podcast since we're just some amateur podcasters. Your total is free because, again, we're just amateur podcasters. Please pull through. One, two, three, clap. Are we all here? I heard all of you synchronously. Did we all make it? I'm here. Um, I'm I'm Corden. Yeah, I'm going. (laughs) The pause, Elaine, (laughs) made me nervous. (laughs) It's it's okay right now. I've closed all of the um, high intensity items. Yeah, so God hopefully forbid it'll you run just Microsoft Word. Like what? File Explorer. <laughs> <laughs> no, like all my After Effects and whatever else I was using before is all gone. <laughs> Apparently, I also had to clear the After Effects memory cache, huh. which would have saved some time. But like, I couldn't do it in the middle of a render, and I didn't want to close it out at ninety eight percent. So, That's a yeah, <laughs> <laughs> makes sense. Makes sense. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Beholding Out for a Hero. I am Nico, the DM for this campaign, and today's session question is, what is your character's go-to Raskin Bobbins flavor? And Adrazen's go-to Raskin Bobbins <laughs> flavor has to be vanilla, because he's a basic bitch. Oh, <laughs> It's true. Did you really expect anything else? (laughs) You know, I think if he's feeling spicy, he's probably like a chocolate chip kind of guy. If if he's feeling adventurous that day. (laughs) Yeah. No, no, no. You can't tell me that Idrazen doesn't like the ice cream that tastes like toothpaste, but crunchy mint chocolate chip. How dare you? I love mint chocolate chip. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is going to become a real hot take, isn't it? (laughs) It is crunchy toothpaste, and I rest my case. I think it depends on the brand. Your Honor, my client is pleading insanity. Thank you. (laughs) That's fair. I like how you didn't... No, she never mentioned who her client was. Oh, I just assumed it was me. (laughs) I'm also being devil's advocate. (laughs) I can go next. Hi, I'm Elaine. I play Kitty with an IE, and Kitty's our now discovered, <clears throat> newly discovered gnome. Kitty's Raskin Bobbins flavor would be long pork for those of you guys who remember the Pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean lore. <laughs> Fitting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and for those of you uh, who do not know the Pirates of the Caribbean lore, and who might have accidentally ordered long pork from Raskin Bobbins, it's human. (laughs) Just like everything else in Kitty's diet, nobody should be surprised here. (laughs) Here's my question. Is Kitty lactose intolerant? Ooh, probably. Yeah, probably. So, is it like a, is it like a sherbet? Sherbet situation? (laughs) Long pork gelato? (laughs) (laughs) This is sort of a custard. <laughs> or is it just like dairy free? Because it's like, you know, we got to be organic about it. 
mm-hmm. long pork it's shaved vegan. ice. <laughs> but she doesn't eat vegetables, so it can't be like an almond or oat milk substitute thing. It's not that Kitty doesn't eat vegetables, it's just that she's not used to eating vegetables. Does and she other not like foods. the flavor, or like does she not like having that much fiber in her diet? I think it's a case of because she didn't eat it for such a long time that now whenever she eats it, she has digestion issues. So does being a cannibal also make Kitty constipated? <laughs> uh, we're really going to pivot from Patch's anatomy to Kitty's <laughs> dietary needs. I don't think I like being on this podcast anymore. <laughs> Would you say, John, this is your last episode? Not if you're going to mark it off on your binger card. <laughs> Listen, I don't know about enough about digestion science to answer that question. Gut health? Yeah. Me as Elaine has a pretty normal average nutritional meal. Intake. Intake, yeah. So if that she has fava works, beans with her human yes exactly <laughs> but again it all comes down to is it actually cannibalism because she's a no <laughs> well no 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 it's the fact that she doesn't intake any fiber to be that's, okay. that's those okay hang on hang on those are two entirely different points <laughs> let's, let's focus saying. on this cannibalism for a moment <laughs> my answer is obviously yes and my reasoning is this the races in D&D are not distinct species, which, I mean, from a taxonomy perspective, species is kind of iffy anyway. But humans and orcs can crossbreed, right? So can humans and elves. And since the gnomes are included in, like, just that stack of things, humans and gnomes could presumably crossbreed. So they're, like, the same species. Are they? Because, like... When have you ever seen a gnome and a human crossbreeding? Hey, if a if a chihuahua and a German shepherd can do it, I don't see why a human and a gnome can't. But didn't they announce, didn't wizards announce it in the next edition they're changing the word race for species? So they are yes. going to be different species, technically. However, half species still exist <laughs> in that any two races can intermingle and create a half breed of two races. So what I'm saying is, you're still, I mean, if you define cannibalism as eating something that if you had sex with it, you could produce another being, <laughs> that's cannibalism. What Everyone can go to Wizards of the Coast Twitter and ask them, if this is really cannibalism, <laughs> please don't. Please don't. To the other point, though, I would say Kitty doesn't not eat fiber, because she does sometimes forge and like just grab random grass and eat it and that's how she knew to give gem the herbs to make her tummy feel better it's just like she strikes me as a roots gal yeah it's just like herbs and foraging for food is not a good way to fill up a stomach and meat is mm-hmm. so she eats more meat than she does vegetables because in her mind it's like well vegetables won't make me full What's up, gamers? My name is John. (laughs) 
and I am playing Sar Major Sergeant Patches, the teddy bear paladin that was raised by a little family of goblins in Sire. Speaking of, his favorite ice cream flavor is sort of a, uh, you know, like a, like a beer cake where it's like it's not actually alcoholic. It's kind of like that. It's Coralot ice cream. Coralot translates to hero's blood and is a highly alcoholic beverage favored by hobgoblin warriors. His family, which came from goblins, liked a little bit of Coralot from time to time when they wanted to get a little loose. But of course, they didn't have too much around since there was a kid in the house. Question. Is this Patches' his favorite because he learned it from the family or because he actually has taste buds and can taste food? It's his favorite because his family liked it. That's why. I have a question. Does he have taste buds? Maybe. Well, we talk about Patches eating from time to time, right? Mm -hmm. And we're like, yes, it gets dissipated into magical energy. Fine. Patches lore. But does that mean Patches is continually stained with whatever he's eating? Like on the inside? Like you flipped him inside out? Or even his Muppet mouse. <laughs> he can clean or are you just like shoving a fistful of food like inside you by passing the I mouth I don't know I, John correct me if I'm wrong but I feel like Patch's mouth Muppet mouth and digestive system tract whatever whatever it goes to whatever his Muppet mm -hmm, mouth goes mm -hmm. to is self cleaning to an extent like yes like yes, people's digestive systems would be like you know it's not like but he doesn't have fluids there's no saliva to break anything down you know how he can do like a divine smite it's kind of like he does <laughs> that as a form of chewing so it's like a little burst of magic every time he bites down i like to imagine that when uh patches stuffs himself inside a laundromat washer he just leaves his mouth open so that the water will just clean his mouth as well. Also correct. He he doesn't have to deal with any repercussions from yeah, it. Yeah, because I guess yeah. well, I guess Listerine or something wouldn't work. Like, it would have to be soap and water. Mm -hmm. Because Listerine would just make him stinky. <laughs> Hi, I'm Raina. <laughs> um, and I play Jem. Y'all been rogue. We all know her. We all know her love life. We all know everything about her. Every little thing. Every little thing, because she does not lie. She is a truther. <laughs> and her go-to Raskin Bobbins flavor uh, is dirt. <laughs> and <laughs> when that's not available, because it's like on an off month of the year, you know, like when Dirt's they a seasonal like start flavor. rotating flavors. Yeah, it's a <laughs> seasonal flavor. When that's not available, her favorite flavor is indeed maggots and water <laughs> <laughs> now since we're asking questions about how everyone eats how does jem eat ice cream with her forked tongue <laughs> you know it's the same thing it's just very i think like it's she's much more sensitive to the cold so she has to eat slower you being from hell and but, all you know yeah you know it is it hey, is hey hey as the tiefling don't insult us <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, it all started, like, here's how she came to have dirt as her favorite flavor. It all started when she crawled out of the pit that she was born in. <laughs> like like the Urukai in Lord of the Rings? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was actually raised by a family of snakes, and they loved her very much, and they went hiss-hiss, you know? And I was like, 
her words of praise. That's <laughs> why so she's got to get the forked tongue. Yeah, she had to belong. <laughs> <laughs> I know John throws this around very metaphorically, but I do kind of imagine Jem does have a forked tongue now. I mean, she's got enough. I wouldn't put it past her just because she is in like a kind of body mod sort of environment. So it's possible. The incident then caused the scars on her face also cut her tongue in half. Didn't you know that? It's, yeah. <laughs> she, yeah, that's what happened. She stuck her tongue out right as the her. That sounds like a very gem move, to be honest. Yeah, honestly, that does sound right. <laughs> Hi, my name's Ashley, and I play Miki with the double E, the tiefling bard. And my flavor is a little more meta, only because I had a habit of killing off a lane with frogs in all of our campaigns. Mm -hmm. So Miki's favorite Raskin Bobbins flavor is Grungmarsh, which is just an unappealing green and brown ice cream mixture but it tastes fine it's like a moose tracks kind of thing yeah yeah okay good i thought all of ours are going to be horribly unappealing (laughs) no no mine looks disgusting like you shouldn't have ice cream these colors and i don't think the lizard folk realize that eventually get a partnership with benjamin and gerald to produce that one (laughs) (laughs) and with that our session summary today is going to be done by reyna Take it away. I was gonna I was gonna introduce myself another time if we didn't move on. <laughs> <laughs> Hi everyone. So um we mostly just faffed about, to be perfectly honest with you. Everyone had little errands they had to run. Kitty had an identity crisis about, you know, not actually being uh, human, which is still shocking to me. I I'm not sure I fully believe it. So we went and found Kitty, made her feel better, you know, got her kind of back, you know, up up to speed. And then uh, before the final night of the fight, we all just ran our little errands. Miki and Patches went to a temple, so they told us. Me and Kitty, we went and ran errands, picked up a couple things, you know, saw Taylor, all this stuff. So we got to the arena. Everyone left Patches, naturally, because he's... A fantastic fighter and out of the two of us definitely the better one and you know we got there it was in a new place and then they brought out a random elven lady and we're like okay killer which you know it's none of my business i'm not the one in the ring so i'm really interested to see how this is gonna pan out Ta-da! <laughs> thank you for that And we did pick up right where y'all were told by the referee that you could begin in hunting down this elven woman and bringing her back dead. I think that we could take the first line we just faffed about, really, and put it as every single uh, (laughs) summary we do. That's fair. (laughs) We don't need the rest of it. I feel like we got decent backstory bits, so I don't feel like faffed around is exactly the right word. There were, yeah, but you know, while all of you guys were in your mind palace, Jem <laughs> and Kitty were getting IHOP, so like... <laughs> there were some good cut character interactions, but uh, yeah, not not a whole lot of plot actions. Action. <laughs> <laughs>
standing around we in the arena. We took our legally. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking us to plot. I was gonna say <laughs> we took our legally mandated break from pursuing plot to do side plot. <laughs> We have another 30 minutes legally before we have to start. (laughs) No, no, before we're allowed to start. (laughs) That's how the the BOFA union goes. Yeah. (laughs) But in the arena with you, Patches, the weird insectoid humanoid seems to begin to head off in the direction that the elven woman left uh, while Lee kind of tentatively looks around at you, unsure. Can can you give me a re-rundown, re-describe the situation for me? Yeah. So basically, what happened at the very last bit of last session was that you, the Memphis Menace, was invited to rejoin the final round due to uh, popular demand. <laughs> and you were brought on stage along with Lee, the drow woman with guns and a insectoid man who kind of has like a titanous body and it looks more insect than human if you're being honest and the three of you were brought together in the this new arena that is different than the previous arena and this arena is maybe like a block and a half of a city that is in ruins, and it is blocked off with a magical barrier, except for the entrance point in which you guys had entered in. Then a separate guard had brought out this elven woman, undid her hand bindings and her feet bindings, and slapped a some sort of mystical cuff onto her before releasing her into the arena. There were some taunts from some women who are in the Emperor's box who none of you guys recognize. And now you guys are waiting around to see what you'll do. Okay, so we just got the the person we're supposed to hunt got released and we got the go-ahead, yes. right? And now this drow woman is looking to me to see what I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm going to just, like, quickly, because I know I don't have a lot of time before that insect man is probably going to take her skin off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to look to the drow woman. Do I know her name? Do I know her name? Would Patches know? Ooh, I don't remember if you guys introduced each other. I don't... I think... I think you, Jim might have said it in passing. I but think that was you it. guys talked to each other They online. did. Yeah, mm-hmm. you would know that her oh, name yeah. is Lee. Because Jem was, like, hiding behind yeah. Patches somehow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's That's right. I, I look to Lee and I go, do you know what's going on? Do you know who that is? I don't know. I guess we're supposed to kill her? It kind of seems sort of fucked up, though. Let's figure out who she is and go from there. Until then, I'm going to trust you, which we'll see how that goes. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to try and sprint after this woman I'm supposed to chase. Sure. And after a pause of kind of like still unsure of whether or not she should go along with this, Lee also joins close, close-ish in the same direction since y'all are going the same direction as this woman. Can you all, I say you all as if anybody else, but John is rolling. <laughs> Can you roll a, I don't know, how, how, how do you want to approach this? You trying to like follow her footprints or like just looking around for the first sign of movement or 
how how tall is it's like a city block, right? How tall are the buildings here? It depends on the building. The the building that most of the audience is seated in is about three stories with the top of the third story chopped off. The Emperor's box is about two stories with the top of the second story chopped off. And then most of the other buildings around you are about one story, although a lot of them are just like ruined half walls that don't even like have a roof. But there are like some buildings that are intact. Okay, then I have two questions. The first one is when this woman was put before me, could I detect any kind of like uh, evil or good influences, i.e. like celestial elemental fae, like something I could use detect evil and good to locate? She did not seem like a, like just at a glance, she did not seem particularly aligned with fae or celestial or demons. Okay, so like my my paladin divine sense wouldn't get anything. In that case, can I just try and do like some sick parkour to like cover as much ground as possible and just scan the around me as I go? Sure, yeah. Go ahead and make an acrobatics roll to get to a, a higher elevation. Oh, acrobatics. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Ten. parkour is. <laughs> it takes it's you a while. It's kind of athletics. And it isn't as sick as you hoped it would be, but you do manage to scramble up onto a, a building uh, that's partially ruined, but it does have a roof that you can stand on. As he goes um, and he starts parkouring and, like, he fumbled a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Can Jem just start, like, she'll she'll nudge Kitty and Miki and go, man, this, man, this, man, this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And easily, even without Kitty and Miki joining in, the rest of the crowd joins in with you <laughs> to start chanting Memphis. <laughs> when I say Memphis, you say Mattis! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you hear uh, a variety of <laughs> loud chants from the audience box. Yeah, Jem's just gonna be hype, man. <laughs> so I think where Kitty is currently is on Miki's lap, if I remember correctly. Oh, yeah! <laughs> Can we see patches from where we're like? Can we see him well from where we're sitting? Like, can we yes. see that he looks uncomfortable with the situation? Uh, we can't do, see his we face. We can't see anything because he's wearing a morph suit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like we know him. We know his body language and stuff, right? Yeah, um, I'll say due to the elevation that the audience is at and where, kind of where the proximity at which they had started and then are now moving out you do have a very clear view of him for now miki would also know instinctively that patches would not be about this yeah so that leads into what i wanted to do are they dm based on height and distance is the hypotenuse between us and patches oh boy. <laughs> i will bust out pie packers for this <laughs> within 120 feet Okay, hold on. This this calls for the map, which I did not put into <laughs> roll twenty. So give me a second. <laughs> because we're three stories. Up, the right? sirens really want to know. <laughs> the cops are trying to figure it out. While that's going on, what Kitty wanted to do, if we could see that Patches is uncomfortable, is from Miki's lap. She's just gonna lean over and brush her fingers on on batteries and um make battery smell like a fart. 
<laughs> just cause. And just like kind of side eye gem. Uh huh. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> the language of smell. What is going on? Transcends boundaries. Okay, and then the 12 and the 30 are your current elevations. And we're in the 12? Are you a king? No, you're in the 30. <laughs> uh, yes? <laughs> uh, no, she's a queen. Okay, we're 30 feet high. Yes. And how much are each of the squares? Uh, it's just going to be five. Oh, actually, no. That's and then where's patches? We need to do our math. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change the scale to 30, or to 10, 10 per square. Okay, so how far away, horizontally, is patches from us? Or can we just say patches is within 100? If patches is moving north at five miles per hour. <laughs> that's not that fast. I mean, that's really fast for his tiny legs, but, like... <laughs> He's five feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, walking five miles per hour at five feet tall is... It's a mile per foot. <laughs> <laughs> can I be messaged, Nico? So can I just cast mess? Yeah, can I just cast message on him? Or to him? That's what this whole thing has been leading oh. up to. <laughs> yeah, I've been leading waiting. Up to. Yes, yes, I'll allow you to cast message. Thank you. <laughs> it's a range of 120 feet, so... <laughs> I am going to point towards Patches, and I know he is not down with this at all. And I'm just going to say, Patches, if you need us, we're here. And you don't have to do this if you don't want to. Patches will say back, I think I'll need you. You'll know when. Alright. And then, you know, he probably has moved out of range. Mm -hmm. But I'll elbow, like, Jem in the middle of her chanting. And, like, put my hand on Kitty's shoulder and just be like, Be ready. Patches might need us. You got it. I like to think Jem standing on the seats. <laughs> she's like <laughs> bends all the way over. But she's making sure she's going to get a real steady momentum going where people are chanting and like doing the wave and like, you know, <laughs> yeah. all those proud things. Uh, can I say, can I retcon and say that we bought a beach ball? <laughs> <laughs> Ow. Yes, you can bring a beach ball. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna release the beach ball. It keeps like bouncing off the magical barrier and being rebutted. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. You can bring a beach ball. I was not expecting the beach ball to hurt me. <laughs> okay. Um Patches, from your vantage point, could you roll a perception check for me, please? Does my advantage help? My, my height advantage. Your vantage point. Um, my vantage. Advantage, vantage. It'll affect the DC, but you do not get advantage. It doesn't matter. Did you roll That's real bad? A one for a oh, no. <laughs> of two. You climb up onto this this beach ball. Not the beach ball. <laughs> I'm, I'm bouncing around the crowd. <laughs> you climb onto the roof and get immediately smacked in the face with a beach ball. Uh, try again later. I'm sorry. Shit. <laughs> Who brought this here? 
<laughs> oh, bad idea. You do uh, catch sight of uh, Lee, who is running over to one of the buildings in the um, north. What side is that? East, east corner of this arena, and she seems to already be going through buildings. Alina. Lee. Yeah, Lee's in the Alina. No. Never mind. Boo! <laughs> Boo! Yeah, I'll take that one. That one's that's fair. <laughs> what you doing now, Patches? Let's see. Lee's going that way. You, well, I mean, can I try and look around again, I guess? There's not really much else I can think of to do. I just want to see if I can see anything that's been disturbed recently, or, like, any Yeah, movement. go ahead and roll a survival check. That, I'm a little bit the same at. God damn it, dude. Uh, that's a four. No. You're going in dice jail. <laughs> oh, no. Was that the teddy bear dice I gave you? No, it's a different one. Okay. Yeah, don't trust them. <laughs> All Rita's <laughs> dice are terrible. Maybe it's... You're not very familiar with this kind of setting being already in ruins already rubble um you're not quite used to discerning the disturbances that somebody moving through this would would create or maybe it's the i don't know whole premise of you needing to kill this random person and bring bring her back dead that's throwing you off a little bit but you can't seem to find where either of them could have went here's what here's what i want to do i'm gonna i'm gonna start moving um, I'm gonna, like, get down onto ground level, and I want to try and infer something. And if I need to make an insight check, or if, if Patches just wouldn't know, that's fine. But when I saw her, uh, this person I'm supposed to be hunting, and how she was interacting with the people in, like, the royalty box, did it seem like she was more angry at them, or more scared of them? Go ahead and roll a insight check. I'm gonna also put the uh, dice in jail. Uh, that's gonna be a four. No! <laughs> oh, man. It... It's a little hard to tell because you... What read the most clearly was that she was trying to put on a face of bravery. So, okay. intentionally hiding her emotions a little bit, at least from the people in the box. Whenever When she looked at you guys though because that was more of a thing directed to you i'll give i'll give you this that when she looked among the three contestants that was like a a mix of slightly fear and that she thinks that you guys are gonna kill her okay here's what i think patches would think in this moment because he he can't pick up anything specific i think he would assume that she was probably to some degree sizing us up and trying to figure out who she could take on. And she'd probably want to take like one of us on at a time and have some kind of escape route. But she would probably want to be out of vision of the Royal box just to not give them the satisfaction. So what I want to look for is an area that would be out of the direct line of sight of like the royalty box and have like a decent um, escape route. Yeah looking for that you would guess that 
things that fit that the best would be on the eastern side. So there is a, a partial brick wall that is uh, fairly tall. It, most of it's in ruins, but it does obscure quite a bit from the uh, royalty blocks. And it goes maybe about 15 feet high um, on the side, on the eastern side that is still standing. And then there are some relatively non-destroyed buildings uh, just north of that and also just south of that. I'm going to go to the buildings on the south of it. Okay, sure. Do I have to make a check or anything to go there? Uh, no, I am rolling first. Let's call Do it. some free running or something? Okay. <laughs> no, you can go over there just fine. Like, you're, you're not... It's not particularly difficult to get over there. Are you checking inside the building first or around the building first? Inside. Okay. Go ahead and roll me a perception check, please. There we go. That's a 15. Yay! Looking around, keeping your eyes peeled, um, you now are a little more accustomed to looking for signs of movement, uh, hearing things in the distance. You can tell that this building is fairly silent. You don't think that there are any living creatures in this building currently. It's hard to see in this morph suit. Then I'm going to push to the north. Okay. Can you roll me another perception check, please? Uh, <laughs> ten. Okay. I don't think he's... is He's not allowed to roll anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Uh, the DC is real low because I rolled real bad, too. Just as you are rounding the corner of this somewhat tall brick wall, you walk smack dab into <laughs> the elven woman <laughs> who uh, curses under her breath as you run into her and backs up immediately. I throw my hands up so that I, I'm showing that I don't have my hand on a weapon, and I just say, I just want to know what's going on. She's holding her staff out at you and like looking around, looking behind her. And, and she kind of it seems confused, but doesn't attack you for the moment. Why are you here? I'm just here for a reward. I heard there was a big fight. You could get some cool stuff. I, I didn't think... I don't want to take anyone's life. Can you roll me a... Roll me a persuasion check, please. Okay. That's a... Dirty 20. Nice. Hey. nice. And for once, it's not nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, through your morph suit, you could pay honesty. <laughs> Would someone dressed like this lie to you? <laughs> Don't answer that. <laughs> she kind of lowers her staff and says, Okay, I trust you. And she looks around the corner and uh, waits for a, a clearing and then darts to the building nearby that you had just exited from, uh, heading south. I follow. Once inside the building, she seems to check it, um, it's checking the windows, seeing if there's anyone nearby, and then holds up behind a partially ruined wall that seems to only have one entrance slash exit. Facing the the entrance and exit, she she says, Okay, what do you want to know? 
I want to know why you're here. Why'd they bring you into something like this? To kill me, I assume. What'd you do to them? I... I think I might have fought some of their mercenaries. But I don't really know if it's this group or another group. Look, I don't have time for you to be bullshitting me. I hold out my hand, and I'm going to cast Command. Sure. So I'm going to need her to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Please roll low, Nico. This would be a very <laughs> cool moment. We I could clip this. Use my dice. Nico, touch Rena's dice. <laughs> I rolled a, I, I rolled a single digits. Hold on, let me... Meanwhile, in the crowd, you hear, Hey, Memphis, you're so fine. You're so fine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm just going to say, for now, I rolled a six, which probably doesn't doesn't make your... (laughs) Yeah, unless she has a plus eight. No. (laughs) And I, my command, uh, I hold out my hand and like a shower of glitter and (laughs) pink sparkles just enchants her. And I say, confess. Yes! And uh, she says, I was defending myself and the people I was traveling with. I lower my hand and I patch his size and he says, then let's get you the hell out of here. And she, she looks at you, Patches, and she says, listen, I don't... Whatever happens to me doesn't really matter. I wasn't able to save all of them. If you can, there's so many more people out there. Would you help them? Would I help people? What kind of question of that? Of course I would. Okay, then let's try to get out of here. I can't just leave you. I I can't just kill you. But if something does happen to me, there is someone out there that's trying to kidnap people, I think. They definitely took people from my caravan, and they're attacking any groups of travelers, as far as I know. Some of us got away, but some of us didn't. She looks towards the door again. Where was this? I was moving from Trollenport to Sharn by road, and I think we had just passed Zilspar, but we hadn't really reached the the hilt yet. Or at least I don't think we reached the water yet. I think their hideout is somewhere close to Sharn. I can't imagine that it's that far off if they are patrolling the roads. You got captured, they brought you here, and now you're in this death game? Well, I and another were one of the few to fight back, and I think that's why they wanted to make an example of us. Do you know where they are? No, they blindfolded us when they took us. But I'm hoping that I can find back, find my way back to it if I get out of here. All right. I hold out uh, my hand uh, and I say, I'm the Memphis Menace. <laughs> 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 she shakes your hand and nods seriously taking that at face value (laughs) does she seem like she has like any injuries 
Um, she is a little beat up, um, but she doesn't seem to to be like I don't know hiding a deep stab wound or anything. I'm asking like, can I lay on hands to give her some hit points or something like that? Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, you could do that. I'll give her like five points, just sort of as a gesture. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she says, "My name is Ladrill." All right, Ladrill. Let's bust you out of this joint. I wish I were more useful, but I seem to be tapped for magic for the day. Uh, she has like a some sort of cuff on her, right? She does. Can I examine that and see if I know what it is? Yeah. Go ahead and roll a Arcana check for me, please. Arcana. Patches is so good at Arcana. Uh, he actually is better than I thought. That's a 15. <laughs> nice. Um, you're looking... And Rosier's proficient. <laughs> looking at the engravings on the side, you can tell that this is mostly a tracking device, judging by the runes that it shows. Do I think that I could get it off of her without destroying it? Can you roll an investigation check for me? Yeah. Nat 20, baby! Nice! Nice! For a total of 20. <laughs> uh, yeah, you think that if you had um, either Smith's tools or uh, Tinker's tools, you'd be able to pry it in a way where she could squeeze her hand out without destroying it. Just like warping it a little without like destroying the item. I know someone who can get this off of you. Right now, we need a plan. And honestly, I think there's a pretty easy way to make some commotion. Okay, what's the plan? We just gotta get you out the door, then we make a run for it, right? Yeah, I mean, I assume once we're out of the, these boundaries, we can just sort of run. Although, to where, I'm not really sure. You can come with us. I got some friends we should be able to protect you. In the meantime... Uh, just wait until you hear a lot of yelling. Okay, I can do that. I'll be right back. She catches your hand as you, right before you leave, and she looks at you very earnestly and says, Thank you. Glad I could help. I want to try and find Lee. Sure. Knowing where you last saw her run off to, uh, you can head to the northeastern section and look for her if you want to. Yeah, I want to I wanna run over there quickly, just see if I can find her, but I don't want to take too much time. Yeah, roll a perception check. Uh, that's a 10. <laughs> I rolled way worse. Um, yeah, you see her on top of the northern easternmost building, and she's just perched up there, looking around. She sees you as you approach um, this general area. I just... Like, yell to her, it's a no-go. Ah, fuck. And she kind of starts scaling down the building. I want to try and get high. I want to get as, as much height as I can as quickly as possible. She uh, motions to you for you to come between the buildings in a small alleyway with her. I'll do that first. And uh, she says, so we're not going to kill this lady? She's like, not a bad lady? Seems like she was just defending herself. She got jumped and ended up here. Ah, oh, Jesus. Okay, so you're gonna break her out or something? That's the plan. Do you want help? If you're willing to give it. 
Um, I got some friends on the outside, should be able to give us some help. I'm thinking, see if we can get the uh, people watching to start a riot, run out while they do. Okay. They love me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. I think I have something that might help too. Um, at least with the 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 fancy people sitting in the box. What you got? Uh, just turn off the lights for a little bit, you know. I'm excited to see it. All right, let's do something stupid. And I hold my fist out for a fist bump. <laughs> Hell yeah, she fist bumps you. <laughs> I'm. She's gonna be so mad when she finds out I'm friends with Jim. I'm <laughs> <laughs> absolutely <laughs> as high as I can. <laughs> yeah, uh, climbing up to the building that you saw Lee Lee on, you uh, have a pretty good vantage point of. You can you can glance over the smaller structures between you, the Emperor's box, and the audience. So you have a clear line of sight of the audience and the Emperor's box. I'm going to throw my arms up to, like, get everyone's attention. Mm -hmm. And then kind of put them down to indicate, like, it's time to to be quiet. (laughs) And then I'm going to thaumaturgy to raise my voice as much as possible. Yeah. And say, are you having a good time? (laughs) Yeah, the the crowd screams back at you. (laughs) Then let's fucking riot! I was just going to start a riot! (laughs) Can you uh, roll a charisma check at advantage, please? <laughs> I sure can. When this is done, can we roll it back a little bit? Sure. Oh, yeah, I did a lot of stuff just then, so if you want <laughs> Wow, they were both tens. Um, oh, no. So that's just just flat charisma? Yeah. Or persuasion. That'd be 16. Oh, nice. Yeah, okay. So we'll come back to the riot after we visit the audience box. What is the audience box doing? When Kitty had leaned over to make batteries real stinky, Mm -hmm. she tried to do like a surreptitious glance around and count how many guards are around. Like, at the ready, like, in the stands. Okay. Roll a perception check for me. Kitty die. Kitty, kitty, Is that a good idea? (laughs) (laughs) A six? A six? Yeah. Sorry, Raina, I'm not rolling your dice again. (sighs) Well, that's what the dunce cap is for. (laughs) (laughs) In the stands with you, you don't see any guards. You do see um, there are two guards next to the Emperor's box, and there is the one referee that is standing in the center of this arena. Okay. That is all you see. <laughs> is the prize visible? Nope. Okay. Anyone else want to do anything? I'm going to try and get, before Patches comes out and calms everyone down, I'm going to get the crowd to as much of a fever pitch as possible. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead and uh, roll a persuasion check, Jim. That's gonna be 22. Oh, yeah. They are near in a, a frenzy. They're like, it's all like, it's pretty much like 
hours before the Black Friday doors open. Like, that's, yeah. that's where the crowd's at I right now. I want them frothing. I, because I want the crowd to, like, at such a point where, like, the slightest shove will start an all-out fight. Like a mosh pit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's uh, more or less where they're at right now. Cool. Then I'll just, I'll just, you know, keep it up. Because it's like, you can't let that die down. <laughs> Nikki, you doing anything? Yeah, I can see probably where Jem is going with this. And it upsets me. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, First things first, as people get rowdier and rowdier, she's kind of just going to curl around. She's going to curl around Kitty to kind of protect her, but also cast Armor of Agathis on herself. Um, <laughs> so that she has uh, a little more hit points and a little more protection because she's so squishy. And then, I don't know, I guess, are we communicating any of this with each other? No. Okay. I was going to do, sorry. I was going to have Jem kind of lean down and just say, if things go south, be ready to dip, because I'm going to pull the trigger on this as soon as we get any sort of idea of what's happening. I guess, like... <laughs> I give no warning. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just, you guys be ready, okay? Let's riot! Oh. <laughs> I guess as people start, like, doing all of this, or as, as people get, like, more pumped up and more pumped up and more pumped up, I'm going to start like pointing to different people and sending message to them. So it becomes like, like, it's just like whatever Jem's doing, but like echoed another beat behind to like really start getting them like really frenzied. <laughs> so she's going like, you're going to give them like schizophrenic. <laughs> basically, like the more she's like pumping people up with like chants and stuff. It's just like another chant on another beat on another, like another echo. Um, yeah. At that, at that same time, Jem's going to take out the um, I Heart Memphis cap that she got, <laughs> and she's gonna she's gonna wave it around and go, "I got his hat." <laughs> yeah, I uh, I know that there are guards, but can we walk mm -hmm. towards the royal box, or is it in a different section completely? It's in a different section. It is Shh. in a different building. You'd have to go down this building across. A little ways and then up a different building hey okay. nico would you say the hypotenuse between us and the guards <laughs> is 30 feet <laughs> uh between one of the guards i think between the other guard the yeah between the the you and the other guard which would be in the other corner of the building would be a little too far okay if we if we get to a corner, if, like, Kitty starts directing us towards a corner close to them, I I will do something, but I won't yet. Oh, no. So Kitty was going to slip out of Miki's arms and then make sure she stays at least 10 feet away from Miki and Jem. Oh. Learning your lessons, huh? <laughs> <laughs> she wants to get as close to the guards as possible, or at least anybody that looks like they might be authoritative. But now knowing that she can't get to the royal box, at least, then anybody who looks like they might try to put a stop to it, she wants to be close to them, but away from Miki and Jem. Oh, oh, okay. 
Jem's gonna extend her hand down to Miki and go, Come on, Bard, we got a job to do. <laughs> oh, fuck. And she's also <laughs> gonna give um, Jem bardic inspiration real fast. Wahoo! Yeah. Where was my bardic inspiration? <laughs> prep, prep us as much as possible for whatever is about to happen. Yeah, and um, after that, Patches has his uh, riot riot request, and uh, all hell is breaking loose in the audience box. Everyone is fighting each other. Somebody got tossed out the side of the building. Where are y'all going? <laughs> Kitty cast shatter. Where? So. Uh, a sudden loud ringing noise, painfully intense, and eru- erupts from. Oh, it's just my point of choosing within range, and I have a 60 foot range. If I can do it in the royal box, I want to do it in the royal box. <laughs> yeah. I could reach that. Each creature within a 10 foot radius of my chosen point has to make a constitution saving throw. They take 3d8 uh. thunder damage on a failed save, or half as much on a successful one. Nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You have to make saves. I do. Whoever would be in a <laughs> ten foot range of um, my point. If you need backup, I can also cast shatter <laughs> later. I thought that it was from me, which is why I got away from them. But I didn't realize. Yeah, so that's my fault. That's thunder wave. Yeah. Shatter. I barely know her. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. That one's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see. Uh, what's your spell? Ah, uh, fifteen. Uh, constitution fifteen. Okay, go ahead and roll damage. Uh, ooh, that's seventeen. Nice. nice, nice. Seventeen for whoever didn't save, and half that for whoever did. So eight for whoever saved. Kitty, can you roll a perception check at disadvantage for me, please? Oh, is it because she's short? <laughs> That's no. fucked up, Nico. Nine. That's <laughs> fucked up. It's because there's a screaming crowd around you currently. <laughs> uh, nine? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you hear some voices scream in pain uh, from the Emperor's box, although it's hard to distinguish from the roaring crowd around you as you try to dodge punches and various other attacks <laughs> navigating through this audience uh, seating. Mosh pit! <laughs> uh, and if you guys happen to peer over, it's not difficult to see that there is also a giant sphere of darkness encasing the. <laughs> Let's the go! Let's go! Oh, nice! Let's go! Okay, can we get the fuck out of there and find patches? Yeah, where are y'all going? I'm gonna run down to Kitty, scoop her up in my arms, and then if we can uh, hurdle over the side into the arena. That's 30 feet in the air! <laughs> yeah, that's 30 feet. But also, it is a mess in the audience box right now. You cannot see easily where Kitty is. You would have to look for her. Alright. Oh, message I have to see her, huh? I don't think oh, you wait, have to see. Oh, wait, no. No. It just has to be general direction. Start spinning in circles and just <laughs> casting message and going, Kitty, where are you? Kitty! Meet at the exit. Jem's just gonna yell, Marco! <laughs> <laughs> I like whack Jem and go towards the exit. Let's go. All right. 
Um, Miki and Jem. Actually, everyone who is trying to leave the audience box, can you please roll a either athletics or acrobatics check for me? If I use my Heelys, do I get advantage? No. Oh, man. <laughs> if you okay. use your Heelys, I dare say that's disadvantage. <laughs> that is a 24 for acrobatics. Nice. Damn. I got 19 for acrobatics. Is it acrobatics or athletics? Either. Either one. Miki does Ooh. that thing from the Invader Zim movie where you just jump on top of people. Hell <laughs> Not yeah! Not scientifically possible. <laughs> That's gonna be a natural one. Oh five. no! <laughs> How is Jem the one that gets ate by this? <laughs> I know, right? I am the scream queen. Okay, I'm the cheerleader. You guys are beating up the cheerleader. Uh, do I have to roll for batteries? <laughs> They're beating you up for the hat. <laughs> That's true. Uh, can you make batteries? magically appear somewhere else because if you can then you don't have to uh it takes an hour to resummon him or them sorry yeah roll one for batteries as well okay gem you yeah, get no. smacked <laughs> twice in the face uh and you take four points of damage but you can make it through okay but she's so tall <laughs> that's, how that's you... why it's impressive We're, and to be fair though it is a monstrous crowd, right? Like, we established yeah, that. Yeah, some of them are as tall as Jem or taller. Yeah, like, these are, like, gnolls, too, in Hobgoblins. At least one minotaur just spears you. Oh, never mind. To, uh, to fix my mistake, it takes one action to resummon batteries, but, um, I can only do it once per long rest. So I can do oh, that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you guys all successfully scooched down to the second story in which you see the rat soup or now the pigeon soup goblin going what the fuck is going on up there as you guys run past <laughs> riot <laughs> during this event here's here's what i would like to do yeah uh since there's there's some time there i want to get down from my perch and run to where i left ladrill and try and like catch lee on my way there past the entrance into the arena no. Also, is there a magical force field? There is a magical force field. That is what the pink is. Ah. The, the magical force field is... Oh, but we're is... in the magical force field. Yeah, you're field within then. the magical force field. The audience box is within it. So you have oh. you have quite a distance to run from the audience box, first floor, to the exterior of this barrier. Do we know where the entrance, like where the split was from where the audience went to where the fighters went? The fighters were just walked on, on like, into the center of this arena immediately. Oh, okay. There wasn't a split like there was before, because there is only one thing happening today. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. As for patches, you see, uh, on your way over from where you were atop the building, you see the insectoid man following behind you. Uh, maybe about 30 feet away. Okay, uh, dealing with him is not my number one priority right now, but <laughs> I don't. I don't even know if we share a language. <laughs> I'll as as I'm running, I'll just be like, I'll just yell back at him. It's not worth it, dude. Um, and you hear him. Uh, and as I'm running, I think I'm gonna try and cast command again on this uh, insect man. Sure. So I'm gonna need a wisdom saving throw. What dice should I roll? Raina dice. Raina dice. <laughs> sure. 
Any of them. All uh, of them. Classic Raina Dice. <laughs> and a fucking five. Hey. <laughs> I just rolled a 19 on that one, too. <laughs> I uh, look at him, and that yellow glow emanates from me, and those sparkles appear, and... To him, it's probably terrifying, because I look at him and my command is... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Flee! <laughs> so for the next six seconds, he has to run away from me as fast as he can. Yeah, and he turns around and heads in the other direction. And most, uh, best of all, does not see where you are headed. Uh, and I'm going to run to where Landril is and try and just bring her with me to the exit. She is where uh, you last left her and is hiding behind some of the rubble when you enter the room. But uh, comes out when when uh, she hears you, sees you coming in. <laughs> One of my eyes came out. <laughs> I have to sew it back on after this. <laughs> you see that there is uh, only one guard uh, at the magical pink border and the other one that you had crossed when you first came in has gone somewhere else. Makes sense. There's a riot they have to quell. Mm-hmm. Can I rush up and sneak attack this guard? Unfortunately, I think since you're coming from a very large, clear, open space and they are facing you, you cannot sneak attack. But you can rush up and attack them. Like Oh, I can't, like, Assassin's Creed it. <laughs> no, unfortunately not. <laughs> There's not enough cover here. That's fair. Um, because I have my I have my assassinate ability. So it says you have advantage on attack rolls against any creature that hasn't taken a turn in the combat yet, and any hit you score against a creature that is surprised is a critical hit. But if they're not surprised, then it's like guess I'll die, you know. They're not surprised, but I uh, can you send that ability in the in the chat for me to read over? I think you can still get extra damage because they haven't taken their turn yet, but you won't get the crit because they're not surprised. We can solve this. We can make sure they're surprised. <laughs> yeah, can I send the first two up and then like walk up in Assassin's Creed? <laughs> uh, no, I think that would actually work against your favor because then they would have taken their turn. So yeah, you would have advantage, which means if you do have advantage, you can use your sneak attack, but you're, it's not going to be an automatic crit. Okay. Eh, I'll still take it. So it is Assassin's Creed. You can't just go up and Yeah, I'll sneak just run up and them. literally like stab him up in between the ribs from the back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, go ahead and roll the hit. Uh, and you roll with advantage. Oh my god. Girlies? Do not mess this up. Okay, that's gonna be... I'm using just a dagger, so it's going to be... Um, that's gonna be a 24 to hit. Oh my god. Oh yeah, 24 definitely hits. Okay, so that's gonna be a d4 plus 4, and then 3d6 of damage. <laughs> Y'all, I haven't had a chance because, to really like... properly be a rogue yet. <laughs> It's going to be 20 points of um, piercing damage. Nice. Very nice. Yeah, I think that'll do because I don't really have... Yeah. I... Yeah. Are you going to keep moving? 
Yeah, I'll, I'll disengage and keep moving. Okay. Uh, you can tell that this guard is seriously injured, but not dead. And we will come back to everyone taking a hit and run on this guard <laughs> after this break. Take Ahoo! a break with us. Or don't. <laughs> Your prerogative. In a world created by a dream, there lives a place of forgotten evil. Long fallen into obscurity and legend, a fortress swallowed by the earth beckons four heroes with the promise of a mythic apple said to possess the power of healing any ailment. A tabaxi searches for faith, guided by the playful paw of their goddess on their first adventure. A bard searching for hope, haunted by the fallen ruler of an ancient evil that stole them from their muse. A turtle searching for truth, fighting against injustice but plagued by doubt. And a goblin searching for self, escaping his grief by shaking hands with a malicious archfey. A story of overcoming fear in the face of adversities. Join the Storyteller's Tavern as they descend into the sunless citadel and summon light that vanquishes the darkness within the fortress's tortured halls. We hope that you're enjoying your podcast so far. Thank you so much for your continued patronage. We've poured a lot of time into this work. If you want to learn more about the podcast, including character art, fun facts about the players, the characters, and the Dungeon Master, you can find us at Beholding Out for a Hero on Instagram, all one word, and twitter.com slash podcast. That's B-O-F-A-H podcast. Train. And now, back to the action. Alrighty, welcome back as we return from break to the uh, beach ball riot. <laughs> Jem took a stab at this guard, the singular guard by the exit. Um, on her way out, what is everyone else doing? Um, I am also fleeing something at him, which I knew before our break break but now i've Can, forgotten um because i i forgot that this is a thing uh can kitty uh miki and patches please roll initiative for me god damn it you forgot that initiative was a thing yeah thanks jam <laughs> kitty has a nine should i i didn't roll initiative Aww. though yeah that's because i forgot so do That's I roll initiative? <laughs> no, it's fine. You're already past. You're already past the area. Eight. Eight. Nine for a kitty. Sixteen. Yeah, nine for kitty. Okay. Um. Uh, Sorry. Patches, <laughs> you go first. Yeah, yeah. Um. Do I see my friends there? You see, Jem. As I'm sprint running. past, stab this guard and book it out. The guard is looking hurt. Uh, can I like try to run past him and as I do, just shove him to the ground? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, roll a what is that? Like a strength check. Uh, if I'm doing like a shove action, shove? it would probably be just an attack. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Or I can do athletics. I mean, they're basically the same. Roll one of those two. <laughs> and I have multi attack, so can I try twice? <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. First one's a five for a total of uh twelve. Uh, yeah, twelve does not hit. Second one is cocked. Uh, second one is a five for a total of twelve. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> uh, you do the uh, awkward walkway thing with this this uh, guard as you uh, go one way while the guard goes the other way, and then it happens again. <laughs> um, I'll say probably with your movement since you took an action, it's going to end you there with the guard. Makes sense. Um, and Ladrill is with you, and she's just gonna uh, run past you and kind of idle for you um, on the uh, open end of the uh, the magical barrier. She's gonna try to stay somewhat hidden. Can I, like, turn around and wait for her essentially and just make sure she gets out okay yeah you see her uh but she um she also sees you on the way out since you're not particularly hiding um but uh she doesn't look like she knows whether or not she can trust you or not so she is staying a little out of the way behind Actually, I don't know if you guys would see this. Jem, you would see this. Everyone else? Probably not. Uh, you see a spell be cast, you hear a spell be cast, and you see the magical darkness disappear from the Emperor's box as uh, somebody dispels it. And somebody rolled a nine? I did, yeah. Yeah, you're up next. Kitty is gonna um, throw a fireball at the guard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Roll, Kitty's roll getting more hit. jerky tonight. <laughs> oh, that is a 24. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely hits. 2d10 of damage. Let's go. All right. That's 14 points of fire damage. Um, 14 points. Nice. Um, this guard is not looking hot. Are we still alive? Yes. Wow. Uh, he bonus took so action. much. Yeah. This guy probably has some kind of self-preservation instinct, right? We don't have to kill him. <laughs> yes, we do. Oh, wait, no. No, he's seen us. Yes, he does. Yeah. I was going to say bonus action batteries, but batteries I recalled, and I didn't use my action to call them, uh, them back out, so I can't do anything. Yeah. I'm just going to yell, finish him! Pull up the right person. Miki, you rolled a six, or you you got you had a six total. I rolled an eight. No, I had an eight. Okay, uh, so you're gonna go ahead, go ahead and go first. 
Okay, man, that guy rolled low. Mm-hmm. Um, is how many people are right next to me? I guess. Um, right next to you, nobody. How many people are within five feet of me? Nobody. Um, can I get the guard within five feet of me? Yes, you can. You can run over to to the guard and be within five feet of the guard. Great. I'm gonna cast Thunder Wave. Nice. Uh, at third level. Just to get rid of him. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. So I need a constitution saving throw from you. Constitution saving throw. I assemble D8. With rain of dice. No! Yeah! No, that's good for, for Nico. Nico. Is the constitution. Yeah. Oh, for Nico. I was like, not for me! Uh, I got a 14. Oh, shit. What is my DC? <laughs> Fourteen. Uh, no. Oh no! God damn it! Does okay. he take half? Well, you know what? Half, half. Yeah, yeah. he's still gonna take uh half of forty-eight damage, which is significant. Oh, okay. For D eight, not forty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> I was like forty-eight. Oh my god! Oh no! One dropped to the ground. Cat omen. Can't find it. I'm gonna step on it. It's gonna hurt. Oh no. At least it was a D8, not a D4. Yeah, <laughs> that's gone. Um, one minute. I need to find another D8. Bring a cat in and we'll find it. <laughs> the cat is sleeping on the couch. Ooh. I was like, that's a nine. And then I was like, this is a D8. That's a six. <laughs> <laughs> Half of 19. 19. Uh, ten, nine, nine, nine. <laughs> Is he still alive? Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? How um, was he looking really hurt, and then he survived? Yeah, he's taking <laughs> twice as much damage now. <laughs> He's he's Nico. This man has more hit points than we do. <laughs> um, you you hit him with the guard. thunder wave, <clears throat> and uh, you you can get to see the guard uh back you know, this guy. I surrender. I surrender. Uh, uh, this is gonna kill me. I don't run past him though. I am stopping when I see he's still alive. Okay. Um. Besides him, um, there's going to be some other stuff going on. Wow, it's really gone. (laughs) (laughs) Where did you go? From 17 miles away. (laughs) I don't know if my headphone cords are long enough for this. Uh, Jim... Since yeah. you are looking at everyone, you're just kind of waiting. Uh, please roll mm-hmm. a perception check for me. Ooh, okay. Um, who do I trust? You. <laughs> Ooh, that was very good. Thank you, man. That's a twenty-six. Nice. Um, you can see. 
um, that there, your friends are in front of you. Um, this elf woman who you guys were tasked to kill, or who Patches was tasked to kill, is hiding next to you. Uh, you also know notice that Lee is also hiding uh, on the outside of this magical barrier near the entrance, looking towards more or less where you're looking towards. Um, and you also see that there are spells being cast in the distance from the Emperor's box. But it's not your turn, so... But where are they going? Like, to us? Huh? Or, like, to the audience? Or... Um, no, you just see that there is uh, magic being cast. Okay, but I don't know if it's at anybody in particular, or just in general. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, Lee is hiding outside the barrier. Yeah. And she's looking at the Emperor's box or at me? Uh, she is looking towards the entrance of this magical barrier. Okay. Kind of where um, everyone else is at. Okay, but it's not my turn right now. No, it is not your turn. Okay. Cool. Okay, um, whose turn is it? should have written this down. Would it be the guards? Oh, the guard was begging for surrender. Do you need Reyna to roll onto the initiative order, though? <laughs> yeah, I, I think we, we just assumed Jem went first, then yeah. it would be Patches after. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess since everyone did... Yeah, it, it would be your turn. <laughs> I know, <laughs> so you really, it. It's not your turn, I'm like, who else is there? <laughs> <laughs> okay, um... How far away am I from the guard? Um, My speed's 30, so... Probably 20 feet from the guard. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to run... I'm going to uh, first turn to uh, Literal and tell her, I'm with them. I'm friendly. Wait, wait here and hide. And I'm going to run back in towards the guard. Um... I'm going to draw my dagger and pin him down to the ground if possible. And I'm uh like dagger to his dagger to his throat. Yeah. Roll an attack. Um please elf strength don't hurt me. That's a natural 20. <laughs> nice. Hey. Yeah. You uh wrestle him down to the ground. And have a knife in his throat. Nico, can I get you to roll for something? <laughs> sure. Can you roll to see if this guy's into it? <laughs> <laughs> he is a one. And Jem's a solid eight. You know, uh, not really. The dice say. <laughs> she did also just stab him. <laughs> and if I were to intimidate him into just like you were going to remain silent. You were not going to say a word. You keep that word, and we'll let you live. Uh, yeah. With, with uh, the nat 20, uh, go ahead and roll an intimidation check. It's going to be low DC. <laughs> <laughs> What's gonna be... 14. Yeah. He's swearing it by the time, like, like you, you barely get the words out, and he's like, "Yeah, anything you want, anything you want, I, I promise." <laughs> and then I'm just gonna pat his pat his cheek and go, "Good boy, <laughs> get up." 
Okay. Um, patches, your go. Um, I'm going to uh, look to Kitty and uh, gesture over to Landrill and say, she's got a tracking device on her. See if you can get it off. And then um, this man seems sufficiently scared shitless. Um, so I'm going to start running forward and seeing if there's anyone else in our way. Yeah. Uh, from the entrance, this seems to be the only guard that was left um, in this general area. The rest of them had dispersed within the arena. arena. And um, he is uh, running. So <laughs> he is also running out of the arena uh, with you guys. <laughs> I like to imagine we adopt him as an <laughs> Yeah, like what You're our new best friend. Yeah, what's his like general appearance? Uh like let me tell you that right now. Um <laughs> Did did you let him go, like fully? Yeah, I got up. Okay, because I was thinking maybe he might know where they were they would keep someone else. Because we're we're still down He's booking it. Uh one one of Landrill's companions. But I mean, we can't ask this guy. He's fucking gone. To be fair, we didn't know that. No, we did not. Um, you did not. I yeah. did. Yeah. He is a very tall uh, Goliath, middle-aged. Wow. Um, and is... Let's see. Uh, looks the the part of a guard... That's that's all I have for you. <laughs> okay, thank you. I'm impressed you took down a Goliath. <laughs> My elf strength. That's how weak he was. <laughs> <laughs> he got he got the the jello knees. Warm yeah. spaghetti. <laughs> Does that bring it around to my turn? Uh, or patches no. is it still patches' turn? Yeah, it would be patches next. No. It's Patrick's turn, yeah. Um, I want to get my lieutenant here as quick as possible. Yeah, your lieutenant is already here at the entrance. Great. Um, what I want to do is I want to set up next to Landrill so that when um, Kitty gets the tracking device off, I can immediately put it on my, my lieutenant. Mm -hmm. Yeah, can do. Put the tracking device on lieutenant? And then I'm just going to have him go a totally different direction while we sneak away. Very smart. Yeah, great. Okay. Yeah. And then I can just de-apparate him later. Um, cool. Next up is um, going to be Kitty. We're still in combat? Yes. Because there's still people behind us who might be catching up. I guess that's um, true. So I, exactly I pull happening. over my bag. <laughs> I pull over my bag and um, I pull out my leather worker's tools, my smith's tools, my thief's tools, my tinkerer's tools, and my woodcarver tools. I just pull out all my tools. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, you <laughs> I have get so to working on trying to get these things. <laughs> yeah. Because that's what I spent my money on. <laughs> no wonder you're broke. When we first started the campaign. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, all of the money I started with, like, did I buy weapons and stuff? No, I bought a bunch of tools. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
so I pull them all out and I, I try to like get this thing off of her. Yeah, go ahead and roll. Um, I don't know. Uh, you can roll an Arcana check. Sweet. Can I? I have thieves' tools. Can I assist her? Um, I got a natural twenty. Ah, never mind. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> yeah, so that's a twenty-seven. But then, if I also get proficiency with the tools, that's a thirty. Mm-hmm. Yep, oh you do get proficiency with your tools. Uh, yeah, Kitty, you have you and Gem have gone in and out of many situations. This is not new to you. <laughs> you see <laughs> this cuff and you immediately know exactly what you need to do and real quick pop it off. And, Oopsie, um, doopsie. <laughs> <laughs> since you were in proximity to Patches uh, or the previous turn, um, you know the gist of Patches' plan. Also, you'll have you'll have time to talk about that. If you wanna okay. throw this on Lieutenant Sparkles. Sure. I'll I'll pass the things over. Um also for my bonus action I wanna cast Sanctuary on the drill. Okay. Cool. I snap this thing on Lieutenant Sparkles horn and I just say, Make yourself scarce. And then I I have him run in a direction that we're not going. <laughs> and with the a glorious sparkle nay Lieutenant Sparkles. <laughs> gallops off come on you um, go give us an a no <laughs> <laughs> well i guess that is a form of nay so nikki your go um okay well the guy got away i was gonna kill him he's got a taste for you blood can see now him. he's like running for his life he's leaving a large pants? blood trail <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. There's a lot of liquid coming from him. It's probably blood. Mostly blood. Uh, Miki, does Miki hear the magic being cast over her shoulder? Um, Or behind her back? There is a lot of commotion. If you want to stop and look, Mm -hmm. you can, but that would involve you turning around and scanning your surroundings. Yeah, I was going to turn around and look. Okay. Uh, You turn around and look. Go ahead and roll a perception check. Perception. Oh, my expertise is in persuasion. Why are they spelled so similarly? (laughs) Uh, That is a... Six. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You... Don't see. You look at the emperor's box, but what immediately catches your attention is another person being thrown off the side of the top of the the audience box. <laughs> oh. Jesus Christ! Bye. Okay. Bye. <laughs> um. God, Miki feels so guilty for that. <laughs> but not about killing a man who already surrendered. <laughs> well, those people were. Innocently dragged into, I mean, he was too, but like he'd seen our faces and seen us running. And so they like, all saw me he's starting a, a fuss in the audience, so. Yeah, but who cares? They're not going to remember. But I'm really attractive. I'm sure they would remember. <laughs> <laughs> they're all also probably super drunk. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they're, 
they're also really different races from you, so that's so? super subjective. So? <laughs> um, anyways. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm gonna yell at everyone. I'm gonna yell at all of my friends to look away. And then I'm going to cast Hypnotic Pattern um, right uh, right between the Spectator's Box and the Emperor's Box. Okay. Actually, Is the I'm gonna range roll, Yeah, I'm going to put it... Correct. It's 120 okay, feet. Okay, yeah, 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 that's probably fine. That's a big range for swarmers. I know, that's a huge range. It's 120 feet... Uh, range for a 30 foot area so i need everyone quote unquote to make a wisdom saving throw within 30 feet uh it says each creature in the area who sees the pattern Oh, okay so everyone <laughs> yeah but that's why i yelled at everyone to like look away first yeah look yeah down look down Okay. <laughs> What's your spell save? Fourteen. Okay. Um, you can see this immediately take effect on most of the crowd as most of the crowd stops uh beating each other up and it starts to stare at this pattern that appears in the sky. Um, you don't see much movement from the Emperor's box as it is partially obscured from where you were standing and also very far away, relatively speaking. Um, so you don't know its effect there, but um, a lot of the noise from the audience box has stopped. Okay, and then I'm gonna like keep moving forward and be like, okay, let's go, let's go, let's go! I'm... I, I'm gonna hold my hand out to Lee and be like, come on, you should come with us. They're not going to stop it, just her. <laughs> you see her look at you, make a face, but then reluctantly take your hand. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, you don't want the alternative. I'm the better option. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm coming. <laughs> um, oh, you two know each other. It's a long story. Something like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 we didn't date <laughs> <laughs> oh god no is this more of a it's complicated situation it's complicated but not in the same way as it's complicated with other people okay this is Jem's new girlfriend Miki she's my mom <laughs> huh? <laughs> what um as you guys uh you see um is anyone still looking um, towards the arena, or are y'all just booking it once you're out of there? I'm keeping an eye out as we're running. Well, I don't want to get caught under the hypnotic pattern, so, like, I'm not. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> y'all probably shouldn't be looking. <laughs> Can I, like, keep my eyes, like, low to the ground? Or, like, mm, shield my eyes? It's hard to do that, like, while you're moving. That's fair. I guess as the only one who can safely look back, I'll like glance over my shoulder as we're running. Okay. 
Make one last perception check for me, Key. Balls! <laughs> Can I bardic inspiration myself? Sure. <laughs> yes. Thank God. I still have bardic inspiration. Uh, bardic inspiration at level five is a D8? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Where's my D8? Oh, <laughs> that's a twelve. <laughs> you think with more dice it gets better? <laughs> I'll say, Miki, you see a glimpse of some people running, um, kind of in the open space under the hypnotic pattern that you had cast, um, aside next to the audience box towards the entrance, um, in the magical barrier. Uh, you don't get a clear look at them, but uh, what stands out to you more is that the magical barrier itself begins to close quite rapidly. Oh. And it is sealed now. Oh, thank God, thank God, thank God, thank God. Does Kitty get us off the streets? Yeah, I'll I'll lead them using my uh, expert knowledge of the city sewer system or wherever, the alleys, the back alleys. Uh, can everyone please roll a stealth check for me? <gasps> Somehow okay, I, want, I gave I myself. To, huh? I want to pose an idea to the group. Mm-hmm. Should I shed my Memphis Menace <laughs> costume? There's no good alternatives in this yeah, situation. Yeah, I would say no because it's either, you know, then you're going to get hunted down for being patches. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I got to get back to my armor. <laughs> All right, stealth checks. Ooh, 24 for Kitty. 26 for Jam. Oh. Nine Ooh. for Miki. Oh. <laughs> wah wah. <laughs> I have a plus five to stealth. Patches. Uh. So like, do Uh-oh. um, how do our NPC friends do? They do like really good, good enough to cover <laughs> for someone. <laughs> John. Oh boy. Uh, I have disadvantage got... and a minus one. <laughs> yeah, they did fairly well. I got six. Oh no. <laughs> 600. Uh, <laughs> you needed 600 it's, points to pass. It's a real mixed bag. Screaming. Um, <laughs> between um, all of th- this very large group sneaking. Some of y'all are so sneaky that, um, you know, the rest of the group literally runs into them. Um, <laughs> but others, uh, not so much. Um, really mixed results. We're, we're a team; they'll cover. But um, you, you might have gone away sneakily. You're not 100 percent certain. I'm gonna keep an eye out. Can't say with confidence. Um, when I lead everyone through the alleys or wherever we're going, mm-hmm. I am not gonna take a direct route. I'm taking a lot of turns and going through a lot of unmarked streets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, once you guys are a little further along, um, you um, can I have everyone roll a perception check for me? You know I love perception checks. I'm eight. Jen is good at at two things. Sneaking <laughs> and actually came through. Seventeen. Nice. Sixteen for Kitty. 
John. I, I got a 12, Not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Between the group, um, after a couple of blocks of sneaking away, you are fairly certain that no one uh, followed you. No one is following you currently. And um, as you guys uh, come to a relatively um, out-of-the-way area to kind of take a little bit of a breather, uh, Lee says from behind you guys, I think... Did you think we were seen? I think we were seen. We were definitely seen. Wait. Wait, 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 wait. Wait. Hmm. Hmm. Um... Kitty's gonna cast Detect Magic just to make sure that there are no other tracking devices or magical spells or otherwise on us. Yeah, looking for uh, tracking devices or magical um, devices of that, that sort. There are no magical items <laughs> among you that you would not expect. Among us. Okay. <gasps> Who's the imposter? <laughs> <laughs> the only magical device you don't expect is the Among Us potion. <laughs> from the dark web. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna turn to Lee and I'm gonna go, I think you should stay with us for the night. Just lie low. We have a real quiet place that we stay at. No one goes there. No one ever will. Because it's But the service and food is excellent and you should really tell your friends about it once you're done lying low. That's true. <laughs> Wait, I I thought we should get out of town. Yeah, I was thinking of skipping town, but I don't think we should go back to the White Eagle and stay. That's fair. No, but we would need to at least go back and get our stuff tonight. Oh sure, yeah. I mean, yes. Patches needs his armor, but we can't stay. We can't put you a mean the in danger menace. like that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know you were not keeping your name. Oh, it doesn't. Matter. I, it doesn't really matter. Does yeah, it? Yeah, we didn't. We didn't know we that. Better hope so. it doesn't matter. Uh, I think we go pick up our stuff and we head to the Cogs for now. It's the best place for us to get lost. As you say that, Lee's like, mm, I don't know. You kind of saw the crowd that they're running with. They kind of like That's the true. Cogs. Yeah, the Cogs is their area. Lee, do you yeah. have any? You. I, I'm guessing you know this town relatively well. What's your... I mean, I don't know. I don't stay here super often, but I was thinking if we really need to stay somewhere for the night, we go up a couple of districts and hope that the further up we go, the more at least they'll think about killing us in our sleep. And then Jem's going to put on her sweetest voice and go, you wouldn't think your family would be willing to, you know, shelter us for an evening, would you? She looks at you with a very deadpan look. <laughs> and says, no. <laughs> we'll just pick a fancy inn. It's fine. I mean, but I guess that is a, that's like a solid plan, though. We're going to stay anywhere in Shorn. Kitty will tug on um gem and like motion for a whisper uh-huh i i lean down and be like i i know you probably don't want to ask them for favors yet but wouldn't the wouldn't the tyrants one or yeah wouldn't it be safer to be with them uh, i yeah i mean if we went to um 
if we went to HQ, then that might not be the worst plan because they can at least change things around. Right? Like, Jem knows that. She knows they move rooms. They do move rooms. Um, but the, they, the location is stationary. Uh, the rooms inside move. So like Yeah, they, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. They do do that. Yeah, I might need to go kiss up and apologize and grovel, but we... I think that's that might be our best bet. That or going up top. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking up top. Because, <laughs> I mean, how many people get murdered in broad daylight in the upper districts? Not Is it broad daylight? It's like nighttime, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, same thing. That's okay. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I'll leave it to the group. We can either ask my people for help, or we can follow their lead. Or ditch town altogether. I'd really like to ditch town. We were already planning on it anyways. But where are we going to go? Because we... We can't go to the boat until tomorrow, and we don't have the money to pay them for passage. And they still haven't put on their sails, either. Like, I I get that you really want to get out. I do, too. But it's just, we can't. Unless we get on the first train that we find. That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah, I just don't under... Do we need to use their boat? We can find boats in other cities. I, uh, I mean, yeah, because we only were relying on them to get to Kabara, but, like, if we're just going anywhere, then, you know, catching a midnight train to anywhere, then... What was I saying? Uh, Yeah, but if we're just going anywhere, then, I mean, we could probably statistically find someone who's leaving, but that's also running a big risk. Because we don't know of anyone. We don't know the boating schedule of anyone who's going anywhere. You know, we only knew the people we, who were going to Kabara. If we want to try and go on foot, uh, the people that attacked Ladrill and their group were uh, on the road between Sharn and Trollin Port, so we could try to head that way. Why? Justice? That's a very long... It's a very wide range of geography for them to be. Because Trollin Port. They said it was closer to Sean. Okay. Um, I believe I mean, it was. That's if we want to try and bust this place up. It was not far. Well, we were attacked not far from uh, the town Zilspar. It's still pretty far, isn't it? Is that in Zalargo? Uh, let me take you to a map. I think what we should do is go to the Wet Eagle, pick up our stuff, go to the Tyrants for the night, because the Tyrants are a lot closer, and we already have to That's travel true. And we wouldn't have to, to, get pa- to the pass through guards that way, either. Yeah. Because I know a direct path to the to the Tyrants from the Wet Eagle, because we've traveled those routes before mm-hmm. in-game, um, where we're not going to have to move much at all. Whereas if we went all the way up to the upper districts, that's going to be a bit of travel. Um, and there's more chances of us getting caught. 
yeah, I, I think that's sound. And then we can, you know, continue to discuss not out in the open and we'd have a good amount of privacy and a good amount of safety because mm-hmm. no one's going to go up. I mean, it, or rather, I don't know who we were up against, but if I feel like they wouldn't just march up to the tyrants and be like, open up, we know you have her. <laughs> if they know who I am or if they recognized us or anything. So I think for a one night stay, that's probably a good bet. That sounds like some okay. business I don't want to get involved in, so I'm going to head up to the upper districts. All right. Can I hold my hand out for Lee to shake? Mm-hmm. Is she... Go roll a charisma check, please. <laughs> I'm so cute and popular. Mm, that's gonna be a 14. She tentatively takes your hand and says... Truce for now, I guess. Truce for now. And the next time we meet, I promise it'll be under better terms. I'll take your word for that. See ya. Don't die. And she uh, walks off to go to the upper districts. Is everybody else okay with that? Pick up our stuff, go to the tyrants for the night, leave in the morning? Yeah, what's Ladrill gonna do? Come with us? Uh, she's coming with us. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know where else gonna... I would go. Fair enough. Yeah, we're just going to let you loose in this city full of people. I just wanted to want check. I wasn't sure if she was like, I need to go avenge <laughs> my father who died in battle or something. You know, like. <laughs> well, there are still people that I would like your help to assist. Uh, I couldn't save them when we were attacked. So if we could. Free them, that would be great. We'll figure it out in the morning. For mm-hmm. now, let's try and lose this heat. And that's where we will pick up next session. <laughs> as y'all get your shit from the Wet Eagle. and What a horrible mistake we've made. <laughs> head to the, uh, uh, head to find shelter with the Tyrants. Hey, I hope you enjoyed your order. If you did, uh, we would love it if you would interact with us on your podcast platform of choice. Just between you and me, that was mostly made with Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition by Wizards of the Coast, so thank you for that. And also a little bit of Eberron by Keith Baker, so if you want to try and make it at home, you can do something like that. But if you are interested in returning to Beholding Out for a Hero, we release bi-weekly on pretty much everywhere you can find podcasts. Not necessarily everywhere, but, you know, we do our best. And hopefully, next time you come, uh, you can try our brand new item, the Episode 21. Again, the main track is still on the side for that. Have a great day.